0: I'm Sam. Hi,
1: I'm Savannah.
0: And I'm Dad. And we are the The Board Board Game Bunch.
2: Tonight, we are glad to talk to you as the Board Game Bunch, but we are even more glad because we have a special guest with us. What Bram, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Hello, my name is Bram.
2: Who are you anyways? I'm
1: a human.
2: You are a human? What yes. kind of human? How, how do you know this? How do you know us?
0: I'm one of your friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not just one of our friends. He's, he's our a, son and brother.
0: He's a family member.
2: He's a family member. So He
0: wanted to
2: Br- tag along. Bram is here because he's played some of the games that we played, so... We wanted to hear his thoughts and feedback, too. So
1: We also have a lot of changes for, and well, some different segments for this podcast.
2: Yeah, this week we've got some new segments that we'll uh, kick off um, here later in the show. And um, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we'll kind of jump right in and talk about a couple of the games that we played this week. Uh, we played... Uh, first off, we'll talk a little bit about a game called Mexico. Um, Mexica is an area control game made by um, the design duo of Kramer and Kiesling, who are, you know, well-respected, well-regarded, make great games, and um, it's got some definite uh, interaction in this game. So that was something that we found out. So me sam savannah and mom played this game and tell us uh tell us about the game savannah what it is and what happens in the game
1: well, well first of all you have like uh wasn't it pyramids temples. temples yes temples aztec temples yeah yes. so you got temp you have temples different temples and you put them you well there's like a space and in the middle of the board there's um a platform that all of the players start on and then you there's a little player board that tell and you have six action moves and you tell it tells you how much that thing how much action moves that thing is so there's some things like you can move one space you can build a bridge you can set down river you can teleport yeah (laughs) but that costs lots of action ports points but um the way you can claim a city and get points make a city make a city uh get points and lay down lay down temples is you make an enclosed area with rivers
2: and once you make that enclosed area there's certain um, guidelines the game will give you like this this enclosed space the the board is a grid and you need to use rivers to make a block of 11 blocks of your grid once you do that then you can found a city then that's where the interaction comes in because then people come in and the put their put their temples in. And whoever has the most amount of temple points, so uh, the highest temple is four, and then there's a one, two, three, and four-point temple. Whoever has the most temple points at the end of the round and in then at city. the end of the game in that you know, segment of the map gets the points for that um area.
0: But there's like, there's a lot of people making a lot of cities over the whole place. Yeah. So you have to, there's a lot of decision making, like, should I go over to this city because it's worth a lot of points or should I go over here because nobody's going over here? You know, it's a lot of decisions as well as interaction.
2: Yeah, so you are you going to focus on smaller ones? Are you going to focus on the ones you built and keeping ownership of those or are you going to just go and Um, overtake ones that other people have founded. So, would you say that there was a lot of conflict in this game, guys?
0: Yeah, it wasn't like screaming or anything, or anything like that. It was just like, well, I blocked you, so now I'm going to block you as well. You yeah. blocked me, so now I'm gonna block you. So and what Sam like a... did is he put a temple
1: in front of the bridge so I could So couldn't, she so couldn't I moved so I couldn't get out and then I teleported to where Sam was and blocked the bridge that he was
0: on.
2: Yes. Yeah, so... and it was a
0: bunch of conflict and stuff like that. <laughs> Basically it was just me and Savannah, but I don't know. When so, mom founded well, mom founded mom... her
2: city, you guys both went there because it, it was a high point city and overtook it, and she lost the whole <laughs> the whole um,
0: thing that she found. It. Yeah,
2: so it was she, like, like she it didn't. It, it's, it's like
1: there was only one space for your person to be.
2: Yeah, because yeah. it was so full.
1: And whenever a mom came into my the city that I was in, and she just said, oh, you look a little lonely. And I was just like, I don't trust that. So and I built she, three temple, temples around there. In the
0: four-space place.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it was boom, boom, boom. And then, Mom couldn't do anything, so she wasted her space her her movement to come over there to be in <laughs> savannah's Savannah's area. So hmm. did you guys like the game?
0: Yes, I think it's a very fun game. I actually really like this game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we
0: haven't played it in a long time, and i it's just really fun. I like the interaction. And I feel like it's not it's not too much conflict. As some other games, you know, as like stat back as other games, but it definitely is enough that it is competitive, but yeah. it won't be like too bad, you know.
2: Yeah, I, and think, I like that. I think it's like that's everybody knows for the most part that's how the game's gonna go, so it's not anything like personal. And it's as opposed to some of our other games like Monopoly Deal, <laughs>
0: Monopoly. where
2: yeah, where you can be like, "Oh, you're doing that against me on purpose." This one doesn't seem as mean as some of the other games,
0: which is nice.
2: Yeah.
1: But one thing I want to add on before uh, we close up talking about Mexico is that I feel like it it was fun, but. When it got later into the game, I was just like, I want to end this. This mm-hmm. isn't worth sitting
2: through. <laughs> well, you got a little. So, you thought it was maybe a little long? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a good length.
0: Yeah, me too. I like longer games. Especially I,
1: I'm just younger, yeah. so I guess it's hard to sit down.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment, Savannah. You're, yeah. You're it's 10 ca- years old and you're playing a game that's a little more advanced. So. Yes,
1: I would say. That, Though we do play advanced games like
2: all the time. Yeah, so that, I think that is a credit to you. But also, if it goes on a little longer, that's, um, you know, that can be hard. So. Yeah, this
0: is definitely a game. If you have kids, this is definitely a game for the older kids,
2: you know? But, I
0: honestly. We
1: haven't played this game, but I think it would be fun to play.
2: Yeah.
1: How, what did you think about the towers, temples? I mean. Oh, yeah, those are
2: they're again as yeah, they're when it, cool. in one of our previous episodes, I said that's my favorite piece of piece board game in games. a board game. So yeah,
1: I can totally see that now. I would have said the temples.
2: Yeah, if I had played awesome. in
1: Mexico. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But I just haven't played it. Yeah.
2: But really well, let's go to a game you have played, Bram. Yeah. We just uh, recently played a classic game, a simple family game, but a really colorful, fun game, uh, Blockus.
0: we played
2: a lot of grid games. Yeah, that's Black true. Blockus is fun. Yes. So, Blo- a good
0: game for kids.
2: Yeah, Blockus is a, a game where it's just a grid. And everybody has, I would just call them, like, Tetris pieces. Pieces.
1: Yeah. Um, and the board's and, just a grid.
2: Yeah, and yeah. you are essentially sprawling all of the board with the Tetris pieces. Um, and your pieces can only touch corners. You can't touch sides of your own pieces. And you're trying to put out as many as you can.
1: And you can touch the other player's sides.
2: Yes. The, yeah. And um, whoever has the least amount of leftover pieces at the end of the game is the winner. So, Bram, you're our uh, guest. We want to respect you. What do you th- What do you think about Blockus?
1: I think it's pretty fun game. I think it would be a good age for four-year-olds, maybe five-year-olds. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think – the colorful. We have an older copy of it with the colorful um, pieces. They're just fun. Once the the tiles are all laid out on the grid, it looks really cool and pretty. Yeah,
1: yeah. Though with the only disadvantage with little kids is of course it's shapes and sometimes it ta- it may take a little bit a while for them to understand how to play, but um. You can also lose
0: the pieces. Yeah,
2: that's the downfall of our little brothers playing games.
0: They, yeah, this is definitely a game where if you lose one piece, then that kind of it makes the preset time a lot longer. You know,
2: mm-hmm. so
0: you definitely tr- do not want to lose pieces for this game. Sam, yeah. Savannah,
2: what do you guys think about blockus?
0: It is fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. it
2: is. And it goes pretty quick, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: You, you're thinking about your moves, but it's not like a... Um, you know, you're overly analyzing it. Yeah.
0: But it is a good experience, and I definitely think it feels longer than it actually is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing with me, because I feel like the same thing with Mexico happened to Bacchus. It was just like I just want it to be over. (laughs) It's just like, I don't want to have to keep on waiting for these people to place down tiles. Yeah, Yeah. I
0: could see how that going, (laughs) hmm, hmm, for a minute could make
2: you. uh... think I did that?
0: No, you did not, but I'm saying that. If
2: someone was to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I feel like there should be, like, another version of Blockus, like, Blockus 2.0, and it, like, I could, yeah, I could see, like, how so many different ways how they could change it up.
2: They do have like a 3D blockus. Really? Yeah. Mm. So this one we've had this one for a long, long time.
1: Yeah. That's
2: yeah. a classic. We yeah. really like playing it. Um, and you know we've got little younger kids in the family, and they're gonna come up playing it. And this is something that will our will be a family standby game for a long time. So. Okay, well, that kind of covers short and sweet some of the games that we played. Now, as Savannah alluded to, we've got a couple of segments we'd like to introduce. And um, these are things that we do in our family around the dinner table anyways. We've got segments at our dinner table. and um,
0: We just talk about things.
2: We just talk about things, and we thought it would be fun to Bring bring it on to the podcast. And uh, apply it to games we've been playing, and uh, so we'll um, share it with you. And uh, hope you have as much fun doing it as as we do.
1: First up for our new for our new segments, we're going to be doing Savannah's survey. Hmm. Here in Savannah's survey, we will I will be asking uh, the same question to each person in the board game bunch. Or and in this case our special guest, Bram. Yeah. And we'll just hear their answers and maybe we can and I might ask some questions of why they chose that. So like a mini rapid
0: part, kind
1: of. Yeah. Um So our my my question is What do you think is the most useful piece in Blockus?
0: Again, these are, like, Tetris pieces,
2: so. Some of them are a little more advanced than Tetris pieces. I'm going to say my favorite piece in Blockus is the five-piece straight
0: Five straight.
2: Five straight up and down. And the reason why I like that, I think it's so useful, is because it lets you expand out on the board really quickly. And that's one of the things I think is most helpful, is being able to get out and get as much real estate as you can.
1: What I think is the best one is the zigzag. It's really helpful. It's for S. getting. Yeah, it's yeah. an S. It's really helpful helpful for getting like one side and then you can get to the other side by using that that Mm -hmm. one piece so sam what
0: what is your favorite piece in the block um well most useful i think is the one block the one tiny block um i think that's helpful um you know there's only one so you have to use it sparingly but i think it's the most helpful because um it can get into the tiny places that, actually, a lot of them can't. I mean, I know in the game I used it to help block off an area. And I think it's very helpful. The one tiny block.
1: Um, mine, my piece that I chose, um, I did. It's like a a right corner.
2: A right it's, angle.
1: Yeah, right angle. It's three blocks. And I think it's just useful because I feel like it's like a very big grid that the pieces can fit into. And I feel like in a lot of different situations, that is one of the pieces that you can end up with, like that exact shape.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay, great questions. Thanks, Savannah, for that awesome survey.
0: Next up is Sam's Fun Fact.
2: Did you know?
0: In this Nuke segment, I, Sam, will be giving a fun fact um, around the theme of a game we played this week. Um, and I decided to find a fact that was about, Mex- about Mexico, or the Aztecs. Um, so, Mexico, actually, is what the Aztecs called themselves, I believe. Um. Um. The and a f- fun fact about the Mexico was that, um, according to legend, that they were supposed to build the new city state. Uh, they were trying to find a place for the new city state, Tecontitlan.
2: Tecontitlan, oh, I think it is. Oh. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. Well. They were told by prophecy, apparently, that they would find their place of placing this new city-state by finding an eagle perched on a cactus. After lots of searching, they eventually found it, but they were surprised to find it on the middle of an island, um, just off the coast. Um, And that's where they built their city-state, and that is also... What you see on the Mexican flag today. Um, And that is my fun fact. Yay!
2: Our last news segment comes at something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is movies. I always try and find a way to get a conversation centered back to some of my favorite movies, which are classics, foreign films, You know all the old, all the old black and white movies. So this segment will be movie snob corner. Movie Snob Corner. I'm going to relate something of my favorite movies to one of the games that we played. So this week, we were talking about, um, as Sam discussed, Mexico, the Aztecs. And as we were looking back, I started thinking about native peoples and their depiction in films. And one of my Favorite movies by one of the America's you know greatest directors is a movie called The New World uh, by Terrence Malick. Uh, I believe it came out in two thousand five, um, and it's a it's the retelling or somewhat more accurate telling the story of Pocahontas. Um, Terrence Malick came out of he was coming out of a string where he made a movie which was deemed a classic like once every 15 to 20 years. And he was, um, you know, kind of a hermit. Nobody There was like two pictures of him. And uh, once he made this movie, he started to become a little more prodigious in his filmmaking. But there's, you know, some everybody seems to have their favorite Terrence Malick movie. This is mine. Um, He is not as accessible as a lot of other filmmakers. But what I like about him is that his movies are kind of like watching uh, moving paintings. So I like the depiction of, as I said, the Native Americans in the film, um, the kind of their reaction to this new people that are coming to the new world their interactions, and uh, just the uh, interaction that Pocahontas has with the the new people as well. So um, it's a great movie. I would highly recommend it. Um, again, as I said, it kind of goes along with the, the native people that are depicted in Mexico loosely. Again, as we <laughs> talked about, you, these people can, you're Pawns can teleport magically, so I don't think that's something that, you know, we've got cornered on the hero on Earth. But um, take a time to check out that movie and uh, enjoy it when you're uh, playing Mexico. Think of that movie as well. So, all right. Last but not least, our favorite is Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite use of theme in a board game. Um, And we'll just get started. Sam, what's your favorite use of theme in a board game?
0: Um, I like Scoville. It's theme.
2: Scoville's theme. Savannah?
0: Um,
1: I I remember Um, (laughs) something. I like Agricola.
2: Oh. Agricola's thing. Oh, nice. nice! I
1: like Seven
2: Wonders thing. Bram is a Seven Wonders aholic. <laughs> um, mine That's is fun. going to be Zaya, Legends Ooh. of a Drift System. So, <laughs> Sam, why do you choose Agricola?
0: I didn't choose Agricola.
2: Why not? <laughs> Why didn't you choose Agricola? <laughs> because
0: I chose Scoville.
2: <laughs> Why did you choose Scoville?
0: Um, I chose Scoville. Well, just so you just Scoville is a game all about farming peppers. And also breeding the peppers into more spicy, um, more hot peppers. And trying to breed your peppers in the right way um to be able to make um
2: the best chili. the
0: best chili that are worth a lot of points. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a nice, peaceful theme it's it,
2: pretty unique too. It's unique. Yeah.
1: I like how they incorporated the peppers with it too. Because, oh yeah, like
0: it, they're so. I. I just. Yeah, we talked. We've talked about it in the big box edition about how the skillville peppers are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the theme is just really unique, and I think again, I don't know why, but I feel like it's kind of peaceful, and I don't. I don't feel like you see that in many games, even in some. I don't know if in some, what is it called, Euro games, Yeah. where it's about farming, I feel like sometimes, even then, it sometimes is kind of off balance, Mm
1: -hmm. because there's
0: there's that some element that's trying to attack your farms, but Scoville, it's just, you're planting peppers and trying to make recipes, and that's it, and I just really like that, I don't know why, but I like it so much. Good choice. I can tell why you like it.
2: All right, Savannah Agricola. This is more like a traditional farming thing. Yeah. So, what's up with Agricola? Why do you like the farming piece? (laughs) Savannah made a little (laughs) spoil.
1: First of all, well, it's I love the pieces. I know, like they aren't like. as detailed. I haven't played Agricola in a long time, so I can't remember if there's meeples or anything.
2: Yeah, there's the Anna meeples. (laughs) Yeah. The sheep and the...
1: But, like, Dad was, he was looking on uh, uh, at, like, a store or something, and it had, like, different pieces that you could add to Agricola Mm -hmm. and that, like, look like the actual thing. But I just like the farming because like sam said it is kind of just like um peaceful like i feel like there isn't that much attacking in this but um i do like where it's like it doesn't like totally forget that you're living a life because it has like you have to build a house you have a family you have to feed yeah. people yeah yeah mm-hmm. i i just really like that it just feels like it's like you're living on a farm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good choice. Bram, Seven Wonders. Why do you like Seven Wonders?
1: Well, it's a good game and it's a good theme. I just like the game and I really like the theme.
2: What about the theme? Yeah. Makes it cool.
0: I mean the pads.
2: Yeah, you like the and, boards, the player yeah, the, the board. player boards.
0: Just so you just yeah, say so you know if you cool. haven't heard of it before, Seven Wonders is Based on the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. I'm trying to build it. So give yeah. my wrong right. So it's a really
1: fun game. And Yeah. yeah.
2: So I what, don't know
1: why I like it, but it's just good. Mm-hmm. I think it's very simple to bring and I think he really likes it. But what I'm really wondering is like Do you think like why do why do you like this theme? Like what about it? Can you like get more into depth with that? Well, it I mean the boards
0: have like ships. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that I is think, very cool. I yeah, think you like I think you like the Granger, you know everything's so big. Yeah, right? all the artwork and I, I yeah. You just it's think like, the artwork adds a really big piece to the game? Yeah. This, all yeah. the, I think a lot of the pictures are, like, cinematic. Including like, the car 3D. Art. Yeah, yeah like, c- cinematic moments, you know. I just, yeah. I think, um, definitely the amazing art adds to it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I definitely agree with Bram. That is also one of my favorite themes in a game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, la- mine was Zaya, the Legends of a Drift System. And, you know, it's nothing great. And nothing I have unique. no
1: idea what this
2: game is. Um, well, you should. <laughs> so. Yeah, you should get it, Dad. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's limited print runs. So. Uh,
0: have you played it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's a science fiction theme, right? And so that's nothing super unique. But uh, just how it melds well with what you're doing, like the 4X nature of the game and the pieces on the game as well you're exploring you've got awesome ships that you can upgrade it makes you feel like you're actually out in the galaxy you know attacking the, other ships exploring planets
1: the way you're describing it makes me first off think video games
2: yeah it it does have a lot of the video game aspects to it so like
1: upgrading yep. sci-fi
2: yep i yeah. <laughs> I uh I I really like the theme with that one. So
1: Yeah, sci fi is a good
0: theme. I'm yeah. a
2: sci-fi guy. So Yeah, me yeah.
0: too. Me too.
2: All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode and we hope you've enjoyed uh, enjoyed our our thoughts and comments and we look forward to sharing more with you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.